Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Talk To Me Toast. And today's episode is genuinely special because we actually have a guest. And I'll let her speak in a second. For those of you that are watching the video, you already see her face. You've probably connected the dots. <laughs> and you know that she's not a stranger to this podcast. She's actually been here before. And I'm excited to have her as our first guest for the season. So, you know, this person, who shall not be named just yet, she is a full-time content creator. No worries, no issues. She's a full-time content creator. She um rose to fame so to say when her story about buying her first property at 23 years old kind of went viral and since then she's been creating content around finance career lifestyle you know that she's been to like every country on the globe because she's always taking us along and she hosts a podcast called don't go broke trying um by now i feel like you should know who this is just today she was fe featured in business insider because she's really that girl i don't know how it feels to be god's favorite but she is and she does it like without breaking a sweat and you know she was one of youtube's black voices this year like listen this girl is just winning everywhere so remy tell us how does it feel to be god's favorite I'm blushing. If I could blush, I'd be blushing right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Please. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm really excited to like talk to you because last time we did this, first of all, there was no video. Mm -hmm. So we're actually like making eye contact, right? Which eye contact is a good thing. And then what else has changed? Many things. Many things have changed. Um, you've gone full time. Yes, I have. You started a podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which is funny anyway, that like <laughs> full circle. Um, what else? Like you've done you've done a lot of stuff. So it's really exciting to get to do this and you know be face to face. So thank you for coming. My pleasure. Always love I listen to I've listened to every single episode of your podcast, <laughs> as you know. So <laughs> so I I love being here as a guest. So thank you again. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So um, today we're going to be talking about all this newness, right? We're going to be talking about trying new things because as you know, I myself, I'm venturing into a lot of new stuff mm -hmm. these days. And I feel like, you know, this is something that a lot of people can relate to, especially with the year ending. Like everyone is kind of thinking like, what are my goals for next year? What am I doing? How did this year go? Like there's, there's just this like general sense of reflection that's happening. So I felt like it was a good time to bring you on, you know, learn a few things myself as I dabble into all of this and for our audience to, to learn new things as well. So let's start from the moment you decided to go full-time into content creation. For context, Renny, actually, fun fact, Renny was a fashion creator at some point. <laughs> I love to like throw that fact out there every oh, time I get the chance. Oh, no. Yeah, because like I'm like, don't play with me. This this is the day one audience right here. Like, okay, like we were liking when she was tagging H and M and Zara. Okay, they never got back to me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like you've come a long way, and you know, I work in marketing. You worked in marketing for years, and then you decided, hey, I'm going to leave this very well paying job and go full time. So. Tell us about that decision, like why you came there. I know you have a whole YouTube video about it and you guys can go watch that, but like just high level, like where were you mentally and like, you know, how did that decision come about? So I was working at the Bank of Montreal and I was 
<laughs> name dropping, right? <laughs> I, was working, <laughs> I was working at the Bank of Montreal in their wealth management department, and I was helping them with their marketing plan. So basically, like, if they, basically our clients were ultra high net worth clients, people who have a million dollars of investable assets or more, the money, the sh money, yes. right? And I was creating, like, marketing plans for our investment advisors to help attract more of those clients to the bank. And it was a fun job, honestly. Like, I got to see really rich people, which was cool because I'd never, like, I saw people who had money, but now I saw people who had money, money, right? So it was a cool job. And then I got promoted in December of 2020, I believe it was. And I started my new job in January of 2021. And it was a lot. Two of my coworkers went on leave basically for some time and I was left to pick up the, the slack basically. Um, so it just became a little overwhelming. And again, remember when you f first start a job, there's a lot that you need to figure out. Talk less of starting learning two other people's jobs that you don't even know, right? So that's what I was doing. And it took them, it, they never replaced the people who left, which was my issue. So I was working there, working there, working there. And I was also trying to focus on my YouTube channel as well, which I started in May 2020. And it was just getting a lot to juggle all of it. But YouTube was making me good money. So I was burnt out from this work. And I wasn't able to fully put my energy and effort into YouTube because I was so burnt out. So I was like, it's time to leave. I, I feel like I can make more money on YouTube. I think it's time to leave uh, the corporate world. And again, it didn't. I didn't just say that on one day leave. It took me like four or five months to actually quit my job and, and leave. But when I did, I I it's, it's I left on October first, twenty twenty one, and things have been really really flourishing since then. So yeah, that's that's a little overview of my story. Listen, everyone who's followed you since then can attest to that. Like. Every day, every week, well, every week, every month, we're seeing Rennie up to something, right? Rennie is doing the most. Rennie is breaking barriers, right? Like doing all these new things. And sometimes I think back to like a conversation we had, right? When you were thinking of leaving. I don't know if you remember that conversation. I do. You're well, crazy. Because <laughs> I mean, like, it was kind of obvious that you were going to do well. I, I couldn't have seen a lot of stuff that have come you know, since then, you know, coming, like, I, I'm obviously not like, you know, a, what's the word? What was Raven? Like, that's a Raven, right? I'm not psychic, right? Like, I'm not psychic. So I don't, I didn't like necessarily know everything that was going to happen, but like, it was so obvious to me that you were going to like kill it, right? Because you were already killing it. Like, and you know, this kind of didn't come as a surprise to many people. But one of the things that came up in that conversation when we're talking about leaving your job was maybe, you know, it might help to talk to people who have done this, right? Like people that have been like consistently creating content and making a living off of it. And I remember like, you know, trying to bring up some names. I'm not necessarily trying to name drop, but like trying to bring up some names, like, oh, maybe this person, that person. But like the key thing there was there weren't a lot of names that came up, right? Like, so what did it feel like kind of going into this thing that was almost uncertain where you didn't really know like people that were doing the same thing? Uh, it was very nerve wracking. One thing I did have was a lot of friends who were quitting their jobs at the same time. So they right. were quitting their jobs uh, because, you know, the great resignation that was happening in 2021, that was happening. So a lot of my friends were just like quitting their jobs and then they were finding other great paying jobs. So that gave me a little bit of comfort. But as you said, quitting their jobs to go to entrepreneurship and not just entrepreneurship, but content creation and not just content creation but personal finance content creation in Canada mm -hmm. like I did not see anyone doing that so honestly it was me God 
and vibes like that that's that's all <laughs> that's what it was because i could there was no one else to basically model my my journey after um there was a content creator who i know who i met up with and i had like a discussion with her but again she was not in my niche so she doesn't even like the way we get paid in different niches is very different so honestly it was it was very nerve-wracking and I like taking risks, but I like taking calculated risks. So it was a big, it was a big decision to yeah. make. And that's why it took me so long to make it. But I'm so glad I did. Fair enough. Like, I think, like, you you are now kind of like that person, right? That is the, I don't want to say, like, roadmap, but, like, you, <laughs> you wandered into different territories. Like, even I myself, I'll be honest, like, when I was, like, and I told you, like, when I was thinking of, like, putting myself together and, like, creating this personal brand and, like, you know, being more intentional about what I was doing, you're one of my examples, right? You're one of the people that I looked at and I was like, hmm, like, let me see what Renny's doing. Um, so how does it feel kind of being in that position now where, like, you're inspiring people and, you know, you can be literally the resource, right? <laughs> it feels good that people can model or they can see themselves in me and see that, okay, I know I'm burnt out in this role. I know I have other passions outside and I want to explore. And Renny's been able to do it and it's going well for her but I always if you, if you see anyone who knows me and sees my page I'm always saying the good with the bad like I never like to hype entrepreneurship at all because you know it's I have an invoice right now that's like 14 days overdue so that's just that's just an example of one thing so I always help I feel like privilege that people come to me and ask me these questions and like I can actually give them answers based on my experience but I never want to sugarcoat this experience and tell them that it's easy it's definitely not the easiest way to go like I think nine to five would be way easier but it's definitely more fulfilling and the flexibility is unmatched unmatched for real yeah I I dream of that flexibility like literally like even in getting this like time like to record this right you know what happened yesterday I was like yeah my, my you know my Wednesday looks good like everything is good and then obviously like work stuff comes up and I'm like yeah like I I can't fit this into my lunch break anymore because there's all these things that have happened um so right now for you right like where you're in this place where things are kind of getting steady um but at the same time there's the challenges that come with it do you feel like there's any kind of big fears that you still have like in everything that you're doing I feel like I'm always like, cause, because my income depends on people engaging with my content, you know, people could just like cancel me one day, you know, <laughs> and be like, we're not supporting Renny anymore. We don't like her. So that, I guess, I don't know if it's an actual fear of mine, but it's something that is way back in my mind. Like that could happen one day. And also because again, I don't have that steady nine to five that's uh, giving me money every two weeks. So I'm very like, I'm, I'm pretty con cautious with how I spend my money because I don't want to just want to be frivolous. And then the next month I'm making like a thousand dollars because my invoices are not coming through. So yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I have like huge fears about this, uh, but I think there's always that like imposter syndrome. It's like, who am I to be doing this? You know, <laughs> But honestly, I just have to push through because if I if I keep listening to that voice, then I'm not going to accomplish anything. So, yeah. Okay. So speaking of imposter syndrome now, like specifically, what moment so far have you had that you were like, wait for real? Like, is this actually me? Like, what's like your big, like, I can't believe this is the moment that you've had? I literally think I have that every single month. Like, I'm just like, wait, 
me? Like, I'm just <laughs> confused. Um, but I think one big moment would be when I was accepted into the YouTube Black program. And for those that don't know what it is, it's an accelerator program by Google where they invest uh, money into your channel and then they give you a YouTube partner manager who basically helps you create a strategy around your channel. And like that, I, I don't know why, like it was just mind blowing to me when I got the call. I was just shocked because I applied like close to the deadline. I wasn't even thinking that I was going to get in. It was just like a Hail Mary, like, okay, let's just apply to this right now. But I, I, I had zero clue that I would be in. I would be accepted. If I did, I probably would have put in a little more effort into my application, but God day. And, you know, I got in <laughs> and like, I am the smallest creator in the class. So there are 135 of us in North America. I am one of five who were chosen in Canada. And I only have like seven, when I applied, I had 7,000 subscribers uh, to the program. And now I have, I'm, and then the largest creators had like two, tw 20 million subscribers, 30 million. And I'm just like, who am I to be in the yeah. same with these people? But like, you know, um, small girl, big God cannot. I, I love that. I love that. You, okay, so. In terms of being in the same room, like you were literally in the same room, the tables of these creators. How did that feel? Just like getting flown out? Yeah, it felt, money ready. <laughs> it felt really good. They, uh, YouTube sent me to Atlanta for three days and they put us up in the nicest hotel that I've ever stayed at in my life. And they spoiled us for those three days. And again, I was in the room with like the oddity. Nathan Zed, who has, I don't know how many million subscribers, Main Yusuf, all these people who, like, I've watched on YouTube, I've seen their, or I've seen them on TikTok, and now I'm in the same room as them. It was just, it was really mind-blowing. But then I also mm -hmm. rec realized that, like, they're literally just regular people. Mm -hmm. Like, some people meet me, and they think, like, I'm big, big, big-ish, and I'm just like, I'm a regular person. And same with them. They are, they're actually just regular people. So who... I mean... Yeah. You're big now. I don't know if anyone told you, but you, you know, like you're still you, but like you, you kind of grown up, right? Like in a way, like I, okay, guys, I, I'm just going to have an aside away from Rennie and tell you guys, I was out with Rennie one day and she literally had like a fan moment. Like, oh my God. And I'm just there like, oh, <laughs> this is what we do now. Yeah. So, you know, you're doing well. Like, I, I hope you do realize like how how proud we all are of you. I feel like everyone that has kind of watched your come up, like we all have like this like emotional connection <laughs> to your success. And we're all just really rooting for you, right? As like a community, right? Just like seeing the things you're doing, like putting, I don't even know who you're putting on the map, but like putting black girls on the map, like, and I think like one thing that's really interesting about you and your journey is that you don't look like the like, stereotypical picture of success right like i feel like you are very authentically you and like it's not like we've seen like black girls blow up in like fashion and lifestyle and like i mean no shade to that at all like i feel like that is definitely like key like i have my like lifestyle and fashion influencers that i love and i love the representation there i love the representation in beauty but for you to be in this space that is kind of more corporate and more like serious but like still not like giving fully into that and not like changing yourself so you're still like the fashion lifestyle beauty girl but you're in this space that is like typically white male like let's be frank right yes 
it's white male dominated and American too. There are many Canadian people in the space either, which is a problem that I noticed. So yeah, thank you. It's a it's an honor, literally a privilege to be the person who who people look to in the finance space as a black woman. So yeah. But does it ever like feel much like the amount of attention, the like success in general? Like does it ever like get to you or are you just this extroverted person that's like, yes? The more yeah. attention, the better. <laughs> You know, I'm a, I am a extra, I, I'm a mix. I'm, I like my alone time a lot. Like I could spend a month alone. So, <laughs> but I also do like going around and meeting people and I get energy when I'm around people. Um, is it too much? I don't know because I feel like I often don't give myself enough credit. So I'm just like, I'm not, not that I'm not successful yet. Cause I like celebrate all my wins, but I'm just like, so where's the next win? You know, that's what, yeah. which is a problem. It's a little problematic, but, um, so I don't know. I don't, I'm just like, we more, we need more, more success coming, please. <laughs> but yeah, the attention sometimes, it's a little, it's interesting. I always say, I would love to be rich and not so famous, not really famous. Like rich, rich is the goal, not <laughs> famous. But of course I'm a content creator. So fame or um, awareness uh, is awareness. <laughs> marketing girl is, is part, of it. <laughs> part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm going to like derail this conversation a little bit because there's there's some new things you've been trying that aren't work related. Yeah. Um and came as a shock to many on the internet. Um so let, let's talk about your love life for a second. Um let's talk, let's talk about it. You know what? Before before we really get into it, like can you give us like in your words, like where you're at right now romantically? Okay, right now I'm single, I'm ready to mingle. Hey. I've I've been being wined and dined, so yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Does it feel weird to kind of do that when some of these people know you, or like even if they didn't know you, like they're able to just like look you up? Yes. Okay. For context, everyone, I was in a relationship for five years before this, and now I'm not, obviously. Um, but yeah, it does. It does. It feels weird. People ask me, oh, what apps are you on? What apps are you on? I'm like, bruh, Instagram is the app. YouTube is the app. <laughs> because the, the, the guys just find me and, like, will DM me. So it's interesting because it's, like, they know a, they know about you before you know about them. And you, I don't know what I post sometimes. Like, I, 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 I don't know how long they've been following me. You know, I don't know know about me so it's not like I post like the deep intimate details of my life online but you know enough from from what I post online I'm very authentic I post as if I still have like 500 followers that are all my friends on my on my (laughs) on my Instagram so it's very it is very weird um especially some guys will mess like some guy messaged me recently with his whole bio about himself he literally just sent his whole bio and I'm just like is this how you approach women one (laughs) Two, you never mention your name. So, like, that's weird. Three, and then he said, let's go on a date. And I was just like, the way people approach me is he feel, there's a level of familiarity he feels with me. Yeah. Recognizing that I don't know you at all. So, it's a very weird place to be in. Um, and, oh, one thing. Okay, I hope he doesn't listen to this, but. like <laughs> <laughs> fun. So, like, maybe he will, but, like. Yeah. I went, on a, I went on a date and whatever, we went out, blah, blah, blah. And then afterwards, I don't know if it's normal, but he asked for feedback 
after the day like how was how did he how did i how did i like the day how was it blah 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 but he didn't just say that he said was the date Rennie rated and i said gotta beg <laughs> gotta beg gotta beg for context i think most of the people who actually listen to this podcast will know you or know of you um Rennie's hashtag right like when she posts about products and stuff is Rennie rated so this man was like listen am i getting a post on the stories restaurants and products and services it's a five out of five or it's a zero out of five whatever so he was asking is this ready rated are are we telling our followers are we is there like are we going to be a returning customer like what's the plan he's not the man with vision though okay he was he was being proactive (laughs) yeah so we haven't been on a date after that so yeah yeah okay i mean it sounds like you're having a fun time and i love that for you Yes, I have. It's been good. It's been good. How about you? How's it going for you? Girl, please. I think, like, I'm in this phase now where I'm, like, so selfish. Like, for context, I don't even know if I talked about this on the podcast, but I was in a relationship this year, and it was very brief. And coming out of that, like, I think my initial thing was, like, you know, let's get back in the streets. Like, let's, like, you know, talk to people. And then I, unlike Renny, you know, I don't have, like, a ton of followers. So, you know, my DMs are not yet, not yet. So my DMs aren't like, you know, going off anything crazy or anything worthwhile. Let me rephrase. Um, so I did go back onto the apps. And when I tell you I was tired, I was tired. I don't know if any of you are on the apps in Toronto. It is a very exhausting experience. You are good to see things that, listen, I the conversations I've had, I don't even think about them. Um, but yeah, like I think right now I'm more in a phase of just like me. And I know that's a very common thing that single people say like, oh, you know, I'm just going to be me and I'm just going to do my thing and I'm just going to be in, you know, my single phase and like protect myself. And honestly, I feel like I've never meant that as much as I do now where like if a guy comes, like, sure, but like has to be worth my time, has to be like... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, so I'm very on that too because although I'm I'm actively going out on dates, I love being alone, as I said before. So, like, I feel like my friends sometimes tell me like, "Oh yeah, it's a free date. I mean, it's a free meal. Just go out with him." And I'm like, "Bro, I could eat at home, or I could order myself Uber Eats. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna go out with a guy just because like just I want to." Yeah, so, yeah, I, I am very big on like you have to be better than my alone time, and that is hard. That's very very hard. Like, I don't like spending time, <laughs> yeah. I do like spending time but like you have to be good company right so yeah it's a it's a it's an interesting I like I like dating from this perspective because yeah. whoever comes to you has to match a certain a certain energy no and I think you're in a good place right where like it's not like you are actively like it's not like a lot of activity on your end it's kind of like you're where you are people are coming to you, you're evaluating, like, is this what I'm looking for? It's not what I'm looking for. And you're, like, in that, not to be, like, black woman TikTok, but, like, you're in a position of power, okay? You're in your power. Um, so I think, like, that that's good. And I think, like, you know, just different phases, right? Like, I think, like, for me right now, like I said, I'm trying to do new things. I'm, have you guys gone on my website? Mm-hmm. Plusmeatadini.com. Okay, we're we're really trying to secure this bag and we're trying to get into, you know, all the things. So speaking of my bag, right, one of the things I'm trying to do more of is public speaking. 
Mm-hmm. And I know you are a public speaker, but I don't know if that's something you ever saw yourself doing or if that's something you just kind of fell into like with your content creation. So tell us about that. Good question. So I was always, I feel like I've always been decent at speaking. So it's something that just came naturally to me. But when I got, I think it was 20, I don't know, year 2018, 2019, after I graduated, I like developed, I developed, um, what's it called? What's it called? Fear of speaking, public fear of fear of public it's speaking, great. stage fright. Yes. So I developed I developed stage fright, and I was confused. Like, who is this woman who cannot speak anymore? I was just <laughs> like, I literally could not speak. Uh, and so I decided to challenge myself in 2019 to start public speaking. But this was before I became a con- like a actual content creator. I was just doing it at work. So at work, mm. I was very active in like different extracurriculars. I would help with the campus recruitment team. And then if they needed someone at a panel, I'd be like, yeah, sure. I'll do a panel. I'll do a panel. And like, I did like three or four panels in 2019 and then 2020 hit. And then there were lots of online panels. So I did so many. So I didn't, I don't think I, I thought it would be something that paid me because these were all free panels that I was doing, but now it just turned into like a big stream of income for me. Um, now my black history month is getting booked up from now, which I love for me. <laughs> And they're coming with the the monies. They're coming with the big Yeah. So yeah, I didn't. I don't think I actively planned it, but in this, because I'm again one of the few black women in this in personal finance, it's easy for people to to see. Okay, this is the person we want to talk about this. So right. yeah. Okay. And like so so far, like you know, in working with brands, is there ever a time where like you're invited to something and you're like, absolutely not. This is not for me. To like for a brand deal or for an event? Honestly, both. Like specifically public speaking, but like in general, like do you do you find that there are times that you have to say no? Oh, I say no. I feel like I say more, no more than I say yes, actually. Um, when it comes to brand deals especially, I feel like a lot of brands just reach out to me and I'm just like, where did you see the alignment with your brand and my brand? And honestly, a lot of people would probably accept these brand deals uh, because they pay very well. Like, you can make $10,000 from a reel, okay? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so the, there's money there. And I could make a lot more money than I've made if I just accepted a lot more brand deals. But I'm so big on my community and the Renny rated thing. Like, people trust the recommendations that I give. So if I'm rec- working with a brand, people are going to go and buy that brand. So I need to make sure that every brand I work with is, like, directly aligned with my brand and something I personally use. I don't recommend things that I don't use. So mm-hmm. I've said no. Quite a bit, quite, quite, quite a bit, yeah. So when you're saying no, is it just like the brand alignment, but, or is it also like you know this brand and you know you wouldn't recommend it? Well, yeah, um, both. both, yeah. And then another thing that another reason why I have to say no is the money. Like some people be offering <laughs> peanuts, and I'm just like, you don't respect me. You don't. <laughs> I'm like, you, you don't. So this is the resource. <laughs> yeah. Job, like you can't be offering. Like some people offer you like. $100 for a video and I'm just like okay how long how many hours is it going to take me to make this video and edit it and promote it and script it like $100 doesn't really make sense for me so unfortunately you can take that to somebody else not to me but Let's yeah see. I think uh, black creators are known to be underpaid as well so that's unfortunate but yeah I, I, we're not trying to be those creators anymore 
exactly. No. Like when I first started, I accepted like, I was like, oh, I'm excited to have $100. Now it's a no for me. It's an absolute no. So how did you learn to price yourself? And I'm asking this too for like the people, right, who maybe are looking to start new things, maybe get into content creation. Like how, how did you go about pricing yourself? Like for everything that you do. Yeah. So the person I mentioned earlier, who I, the influencer I met up with, who um, is doing this and killing it in the game. I honestly just asked her, like, how, how do we set our prices? Because I have zero idea. I've just been going on vibes, whatever. But so she sent me a guideline that basically, and anyone who DMs me, like a lot of people DM me asking, and I just forward them exactly what she sent me. But yeah, it's a guide that goes through like, okay, if you have this many followers, you should be charging this much. If they ask for exclusivity, you should be charging this much. And I just use that in order to uh, de determine my pricing guideline. But because I'm in personal finance, I can actually charge way more than she can. She's more of a fashion creator. So I can charge way more than she can. So um, I've learned that as well. And also just like now that now I've been networking with people in the finance niche as well in other they don't live in Canada, but still they're finance creators. And I've just been asking them, like, how much did you get paid for this campaign? And they're very open to share. I think it's because we're in finance like we already share our finance. online, So it doesn't matter. But, yeah, I have a group of like three of us. We're all black women in finance. And, yeah, we've been sharing. Yeah, I, it's small, but like it's helpful. It's very helpful. Yeah. No, that's really it, cool. Sometimes, like, people under underestimate, like, the power of, like, community, right? And having people that you can ask these questions. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, when you're trying something new, you don't necessarily, like, have any kind of, like, training or roadmap. I feel like the world has changed so much just, like, work really, in terms of work, right? Where before, you went to school, you learned something, you know, and then you did that thing, right? Or even if you were starting your own business, it was, like, this is how much, like, people pay for this service. Like, this is how much people pay for hair, and, like, you've gone to do your hair before, so you know how much to charge for hair, right? But with content, like, and I, as you said, like, you know, there's people that are transparent, but there's also people who aren't transparent. And sometimes, you know, that lack of transparency is because they're protecting their own interests as well, right? Like, so if you're someone who um, is just starting out and, like, you're just forming relationships with brands, you might be feeling like, hey, like, I don't want to, like, you know ruin my relationship with this brand like I don't want them to feel like they can't trust me or anything like that um and as much as I want you to get your bag like I don't want to hurt my bag <laughs> so you know th those are are definitely things so I think like it's so cool that you now have this community thank you yeah and honestly I'm of the belief that like nobody's bag can stop my bag I so I I share everything of course within reason like if I like some brands they actually make you sign an agreement saying that you can't share how much you've made from a a deal but yeah i i literally share everything because i'm like we all need to win in this space yes. like someone else getting money will never block me getting money i love that I, I i think that's like a healthy approach to take so like i was telling you how i'm working on something about networking right and one of the things that i'm really trying to stress like when i do teach this is you need to learn to like invest in other people because a lot of times when we hear about networking we're thinking oh like I need to get this. I need to get that, right? Versus like, here's where I can be of like benefit. Here's where I can be of influence. And I think even when we do have those conversations around like the mutual benefit of networking, we're not really talking about like how sometimes in networking, you aren't getting anything out of it, right? Like you're just like putting good out into the world and like putting stuff out there and helping people and, you know, doing that just from the good of your heart. And maybe down the line, something's going to come out of that. But like, 
many times there's nothing. And I feel like for people like you, like where you kind of done this thing in this space that like was not previously or previously didn't seem welcoming, right, to us. And now you're there. It's like you definitely have more people reaching out to you and being like, hey, Rennie, like, how do I go about this? How do I go about that? So that said, how are you able to manage your time, right? Like, how are you able to pour into people, like you said, and like help everyone win without like, you know, harming yourself in the process? Yeah, that's the, that's the question, the million dollar <laughs> question. Um, I feel like I'm still working on finding a good work-life balance, if that's a thing with entrepreneurship, I don't even know. But um, I pour into a lot of people and mm, I feel like, you know, is it getting, am, am I refilling my cup always? So I've actually scaled back a lot. I was speaking to one of my mentors about this, but I've scaled back on the free advice, that, not free advice, but one-on-one free advice sessions that I have. I used to, like anyone who DM me, hey, I'd love to have a 15-minute, 30-minute, 30-whatever copy chat with you. Uh, are you free at this time? I'd be like, sure. Like literally everyone who asked, I would say, sure. Now, I, I honestly, I don't do many or I have a link where you pay me for my time. So you will see the people who are serious and people who are unserious when you send them that link where they, where they have to pay, <laughs> pay for your yeah. time. Some people are definitely willing to pay because they value the... Uh, the, the content that you're going to give or the information you're going to give. Whereas some people, they're, they're not even serious. And I've noticed that, like, you know, sometimes, I don't know, people, people, people like to waste time when they're not paying for things. So you, you get the serious people when you get them to pay for it. But, yeah, honestly, I'm still learning how to manage my time effectively. Uh, and the fact that I have 200 videos on my YouTube channel, like, hmm. I always tell people, watch these videos first. If you still have questions after this, then you can ask me. And 99% of the time, they don't come back to me after that. So I think that's been a good way. Like, I literally have a free library of content. Please look at it before you talk to me. So, yeah, I I don't know if I've really found a balance, but that has been helpful, like having this huge repertoire of of content. Of content that you just, like, point people to. It's funny because I I think that's kind of what made me want to do YouTube in the first place, like, when I was thinking of YouTube more actively as we all know how that went um so I think for me it was like okay like I want to have like because I was feeling the same thing where like yes I'd started my design business and yes I was doing quite okay but I was also working and I was also going to school and it was just like too much and having those one-on-one sessions like it just wasn't sustainable anymore especially because like you know I imagine is your in, in your case um a lot of the questions were the same right like someone asking me like oh how do i price my design service like you know like that's something that everyone is asking so for me it was like you know like i just want to start creating this like library of content that like when people ask me a question like i can just like you know send them a link versus sitting down and like talking through like every everything you've done and like kind of going on um in that way but for you would you say that like being this person who people know they can like reach out to and answer questions like has helped grow your community in any way or do you find that it's just like people like coming getting wisdom from you and then you know disappearing into the abyss the latter (laughs) yeah like a lot of people just come take 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 and then that's never hear from them again so you know it like it is what it is. I don't know. I guess it's the name of the game. Uh, but yeah, I find when people like pay me for my time 
and they again they come with good questions when they when there's someone who's paid me for my time they don't waste the time that they have because obviously they've paid for it and then they always want to update you on how they've taken what you've given them and turned it into something tangible and i love that i really do it like it makes me very happy to to hear the testimonies that people have from my content or our conversation so yeah but I don't know. It's it's a delicate balance. <laughs> delicate, delicate balance. Yeah. No, I think you're you're doing an amazing job of just like being that person that's accessible, but also just like maintaining like a an overall brand that people can like respect and like aspire to in a way, right? So, you know, good job. Thank you. Appreciate you. So, let's talk about the future for a second. Hmm. What 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 can we expect from Rennie? Like, what do you think? Like, are some of the goals that you can share? Obviously, but like, are there any things that you're looking to and like ways that you're looking to expand? Yeah. So one thing I want, similar to you, having courses. That's what I want to do. Um, I find again, although I have the free contents on YouTube, people are like, I would like a sit down course where I can just sit and like learn from you for an hour or two hours. Okay, so I think that will be something that I will be launching in the future. It does take a lot of time. I, I listened to your episode. I was like, yeah, it takes a long time to create this content. Like, it's not, it's not easy. So yeah. that will be something, hopefully. And then, uh, hmm? I was going to say, like, when you do get into a phase of course development, you can obviously reach out to me. I got you. I will. Um, I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I do, yeah. Yeah, it, it's something that definitely makes sense for you. Like, um course creation I was, I was i was actually going to ask you like you know offline like if that's something that you're thinking about because i think it does like it's it makes perfect sense but anyway you were saying yeah so course creation would be something that i will be looking into into in the future i also want to expand my accountability group so i currently have an accountability group where it's called the Renny return challenge and essentially you are trying to save x amount of dollars for the year or invest X amount of dollars or pay off X amount in debt. So we currently have 100 people in my group and they all have set their goals for the year. And then every two weeks or however often they are putting money in, we basically check in and say, hey, how have you been doing with your goals? Where's the $200 you're supposed to put in your account? And they have to deposit, they have to share a screenshot of uh, showing that they've transferred it into their account, right? So people have been able to save $20,000 already, $30,000, some people, $40,000. Like, it's it's amazing to see. Um, and next year, I hope to make it bigger. But it's, it is a lot of work. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens with, with the group. <laughs> um, and then another thing that I would like to do is la- launch digital products. So essentially, things like my budget template, I could sell that because people keep asking me, do you have a budget template? Do you have a budget template? And I'm like, no, I do not. But maybe in 2023, I will. So we will see if I actually decide to launch it. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of budgeting, like the traditional way of budgeting. Yeah. So that's why I haven't launched it yet. But I, I'm really into making passive forms of income. Like I don't have to, I make the budget template once and then whenever someone buys it, I get paid off of that. And that, that would be my ideal. So. Yeah, those are a few of the plans that I have hmm. for 2020. I think I think uh, those sound amazing to me, and I think that those sound like right up your alley. Like I think you've built up that credibility where people know, like you know, people have learned from you. Like I'm one who has learned from you, like specifically with finance, and like you know, there's there's people that are you know still starting their journeys or you know just looking to start from somewhere. And I think the idea of like a course 
is amazing and the idea of like digital products too like um i think it's always tricky for us as creators where um sometimes you want to do those things like you said that are passive income and like that like kind of have a life of their own and you're not constantly having to check but then sometimes like there can be that like imposter syndrome in, in some cases where it's like there's a million of these on the internet like <laughs> where do i come in but i think you know for for someone like you you've built that audience and you build that credibility and there's an audience for you too right like there's there's um sorry a market for you too right where people who maybe haven't tried these products in the past might be like you know i trust Rennie, and if Rennie's going to do this then i know it's going to be done going to be done well i had an interesting conversation with someone when i so like with, with my course right like for those of you who aren't familiar it's called new grads new hire it's for people that are looking to you know find jobs after school and um when i was starting to just talk about how i felt about like launching myself and like putting this brand out there and almost thinking of this authority figure like position right like i was i was telling a friend and i was like hey like i just feel like you know it's a lot and i don't know how people are going to receive it and she said to me she's like tosin like the person you you think you're trying to become you kind of are already that person. Like people, people already like, like there's certain spaces you already occupy, even if you're not saying like, hey, like this is who I'm trying to be or this is what I'm doing. Like there, there's mental spaces that you occupy in people's minds. And when she said it, I was like, exactly, like, period. Like that's actually true, right? And it's like, when we think of branding as well, like we work or have worked in marketing. So we have that like professional lens. But then, you know, one thing I see about branding is whether or not you're doing it, your brand exists, right? So, you know, in my mind, when she said it, I was like, Tosin, you should know that. Like, you should know that. Like, whether or not you're actively doing something, like, you know, that brand is there, that brand exists, and people already know you for certain things, and it's just a matter of being more intentional about how you communicate that. Now, that said, one of the fears that I did have, and I, I still have, right, is consistency. I'm like, I know I can do these things, but can I sustainably continue to do them over time right like i'm setting up you know systems in place for for me to try my best but i'm curious for you like what has your experience been with consistency especially like in this day and age where everyone's like oh like you know you have to keep turning out stuff like you have to like stay on the pulse yeah i'm i feel like because i'm a pretty disciplined person i have been good with my my um consistency on all the platforms the only thing is that when you're going through like when I was going through like the breakup for example like it was rough and I, I just could not post <laughs> I just could not post during that time I was I was struggling to to like who if you're sad who's who's turning on a camera to record I know some people do the Gen Z's they'd be doing that but me <laughs> sorry a little shade to the Gen Z's but yeah Oops, sorry, there's in my eye. <laughs> um Oh crap, okay. One sec. No worries. Okay, so oh okay, there's another one. Cool. I'm just gonna rub my eye comes. Yeah. Right, so we're talking about like when you had your breakup and you couldn't record. I was going to say like my experience with my breakup was funny. So <laughs> Not to belabor this breakup story more than it needs to be, um, you know, talked about. But like, my relationship ended on a Sunday, right? And it was it was kind of like a two day process of ending this relationship, right? Like back and forth. 
And Sunday night, we break up. And obviously, it's Monday morning the next day. And then, obviously, I'm, like, feeling all this, like, anger, all these emotions. I'm just, like, a breakup is, like, you know, even no matter how amicable it is, like, it's never, like, fun to go through that. And, you know, I had, like, called my friends and we would had, like, our debrief and, like, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then I went to sleep, right? And obviously, like, I just finished speaking to people. So, like, it didn't really fully, like, hit me, right? And then I wake up on Monday morning and there's no good morning text. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, is this my life now? Is this my life now? Um, because, like, this is literally my routine, right? Like, I wake up, like, for work, like, and then before I fully, like, start getting ready for work, like, I take the back and forth a bit, and then I shower, and then I get dressed, and I'm in front of my computer. So, it was a very weird, silent morning, right? Like, just, like, feeling all these feelings. And then, eventually, I get to my, like, laptop, and I'm, like, you know, starting work and, like, in a few meetings. And then, at some point, I'm just like, I can't, I can't, I can't keep doing this. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't keep doing this. And I, I, I slack my work bestie, and I'm like, because I, I just need someone to know. Yeah. It was very weird. Like I can't like take a day because I and then, I mean I could, but like could. you know, could. I'm like it just felt dumb, like a dumb thing to be like stressed about, right? Which in retrospect maybe not, but like at the at the time it felt like dumb. So I I slapped my work first and I'm like, we broke up because she knew about him, and then she was like, why are you here? Like, why are you working? Why are you at work? Um. No, but it's very interesting, right? Just how like these life changes can impact like your abilities to just go about your life. And when you're working for yourself, like it, it hits different, right? Because for me, like I could easily have just like taking a day and you know, okay, cool. But for for you, it's like um where's that access when you get to come from if you don't upload? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I just I but I literally had to just take the L because I was like, I can't physically get out of bed to be to be recording these videos <laughs> uh so i didn't and for like since from june to um september i i just didn't post any youtube videos i posted my podcast because i feel like it's easier for me to just interview people but like yeah i did not post any youtube videos for that whole time which is so unlike me so 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 yeah. unlike me. but i honestly i tell everyone like like if anyone's in the same situation you're going through a breakup or whatever like let yourself grieve it's you're literally, it's, you're literally mourning the life that you thought you were going to have with this person, right? And if that mm. person was your best friend, which oftentimes our partners are, you're also losing your best friend, which is trash. So even if you ended the, even if you were the one who ended the relationship, even if the relationship was toxic, even if whatever, it's still like, it's still a loss in your life. So yeah. allow, allow yourself, allow yourself. But I'm just glad I had those other passive forms of income coming true. So I was still okay, right? <laughs> Yeah, and like I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you were still uploading, so you were playing your, your podcast, but you were also doing like Instagram and TikTok. Oh, yeah, and... I find Instagram very like low effort. I find um, TikTok very low effort. It's just YouTube that is the most effort for me, and that's where I get paid as well. Yeah, no, I feel like YouTube is YouTube is a lot like, and I think for for me, Instagram is also like I'm getting back into the swing of it, like with Lermitos. But, like, I had this phase where, like, I was consistent on Instagram. And, like, Instagram felt good. And then all the changes happened. And it just, like, took the joy out of it for me. Um, yeah. But starting at fresh with a new page. Yeah, starting at fresh with a new page has definitely helped for me, at least. And TikTok, I find, to just be fun. Like, t- TikTok is a good time. Like, I, like TikTok is, 
less of work and more of a hobby but i will say that now starting learning the toast i'm like hmm like okay like this is definitely different and you know i'm i'm, I'm very interested to see how creative i can get with it and how much i can expand you know how i do what i do because one thing i'm telling myself is that like you know you know that phase on youtube where it was like hi guys welcome back to my youtube channel like um blah, 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 blah. and like there was a, there was a forum make sure you like share and subscribe like obviously like a lot of those things still exist but like 2016 17 18 like i feel like it was more like this is how you do youtube and this is how you do instagram right and for me i was always trying to fit into that mold but now i'm telling myself like hey like you know like you never know what's going to blow up like if anyone told Kaby Lane that he's just going to do this and be you know like one of the biggest creators in the world like you know like he probably didn't see it coming so i'm like you know just do your thing like intro your stuff the way you want intro, you want to intro, intro your stuff like create your content the way you want to and you know see see what lands see what sticks like for me for instance i feel like my podcast is probably like i, I didn't really like post podcasts this year um it's interesting because i think like this year was i will say a lot for me and i'm going to do my year in review which i always do every year um but like obviously i went through a breakup <laughs> i went through a new relationship and then a breakup in one year which you know is a different kind of like grooming process but then also like i had just gotten like my ADHD diagnosis and i feel like i started creating content like around that for a second and then i was just like yeah no i i just need to kind of stay with this for a minute like i need to like kind of absorb um so i took a step back from my podcast but obviously back now and excited but what i was going to say about my podcast was that like i feel like this is one of the spaces that has allowed me kind of like find my creativity again as a creator because like i've kind of just been doing it my own way and like i didn't like start my podcast necessarily like listening to podcasts i mean like oh i want to do that it was like i want to do this and the only format that works is a podcast and you know that's kind of what brought my podcast to life and i feel like it's probably been my, one of my more successful like things that i've done i haven't monetized it just yet but like just in terms of like being present and like the kind of content I create, like it's been the most fulfilling in that sense. So yeah, I think, I think that's my, you know, word for myself is allow yourself be and just do what you want to do. So for you, what do you think you, would be your advice to someone starting something new, someone that's maybe it's content creation, maybe it's something else, but what's like your advice? I would say just do it. I know it's really, it's really cliche, but honestly, the thing that's holding us back 90% of the time is, is ourselves. And it's like, we're thinking too much of what other people think. We're thinking too much about like our own abilities and if we're capable enough to do this. We're thinking about so many things when you will only know if you actually try and do it. So my mm -hmm. suggestion to everyone is literally just do it. I'm so like, imagine I haven't started my YouTube channel. What would my life be right now? Like, <laughs> it's crazy to think about yeah so i always feel so blessed like i wanted to, if anyone knows me they know i wanted to start a youtube channel for so long like from when i was watching patricia bright and shirley b any yang and jackie Ina when i was like in middle school or high yeah middle school like i wanted to start a youtube channel for so long but i just was like mm, what value do i have to add what this what that and i'm so glad that i like finally sucked it up and was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna put this out there if it bangs it bangs if it doesn't then it is what it is you know so i would say you know life you know uh regret is 
worse or yeah, regret is worse than failure. So always shoot your shot. Always, 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 always. Yeah. I love that. Well, we're going to wrap up in a sec, but my final, final thing is, okay. I don't know if you remember from last time you were on podcast, but I, I like what to give my, no, it's something, girl, don't be scared. What? Like, what do you think it is? I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Your reaction was like, you were expecting me to like, bring out like, being boozled and give me like, some kind of like, <laughs> crap to this. Um, no, um, I like to give, I guess, like an opportunity to ask me any kind of oh. like, burning question. Like, it could be about me, it could be about anything. Like, just like, you know, because it's not an interview, you know, it goes both ways. So any, any, any question for me? What's something new that you want to start in 2023? Ooh. 2023. I feel like in general, I've started a lot of the things that I would have left for 2023 now because my thing is just like being delusional and just doing stuff. Yeah. Um, but specifically with my platform, I think like I... I want to start creating like new forms of content. Like I think I'm presently just doing what comes naturally to me. And like, obviously there's value in that, but then I'm kind of like with this month, letting like whatever sticks stick. And then next year I'm trying to like go crazy. Like I'm I'm telling myself that next year is like beast mode. Right. So I'm really just trying to like be on like every, not every surface, but like really, push myself and like see what I can kind of bring to life because I think this year I've not just this year but like in general like I've been playing small and I've been telling myself like to see you to get out of the kids pool like enough of kiddie pool time like it's time to actually go and swim um so that's what 2023 is saying excited to see all of it and support you and love on all all of whatever you put out we are here we're here for it thank you so much honestly your support means so much to me um yeah i I love this i love that you know we can just be young black women like cheering for for each other we're really doing the damn thing you know oh my god we are Thank you so much, Renny. Thanks for the support always. And thanks for coming back to talk to me because we missed you. My pleasure. Let me, uh, anytime you call, I'm back. I'm coming back. Hey, okay? I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Not like you need the promo, but you guys, if you don't already follow Renny, you can find her on the internet. Anyway, if you just Google Renny the resource, okay, she's going to come up in your Google search. But her Instagram is XORenny. Her podcast is Don't Go Broke Trying. Her website, if you want to book her for your speaking gigs, Black History Month is coming, is RennyTheResource.com. And you can find anything you want to find out about Renny on there. Okay, she has a YouTube as well, which we were just talking about. So go keep supporting Queen Renny. And yeah, that, that's it for this week. Thank you guys so, so much. And I'll see you next time on the pod. I don't know why I'm talking so animated. I feel like I have to do this like very sing song. Like, oh my God, guys. Uh, <laughs> All right. Bye, guys.